0: welcome to episode 122 of the ben briggs podcast i am ben briggs it is uh it's saturday people uh saturday the 4th of july um 2020 and uh i hope uh i hope you're all doing well out there people uh it is the fucking weekend um are you doing stuff are you going around with your family are you actually venturing out who knows or are you still fucking confined into your fucking bedroom or basement locked down there waiting for all this to blow over um yeah it's uh it's the weekend uh here in the uk uh england scotland uh wales uh northern ireland i always fucked that up i didn't know if i fucked it up there or not who knows um very dicey history we have with all of those countries here in england <laughs> um uh yeah so um it's uh it's been quite a busy week for me um i'm not gonna lie to you uh it's been uh uh flat out uh i feel for everybody out there at the moment working a day job uh whether they be uh has been was comedians or artists. Uh, Even though we don't qualify for that, that's the, uh, this is the big thing. Um, Maybe, maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's just uh, British comedy that doesn't qualify to be part of the arts fucking billion pound bailout or whatever they've got. Um, But um, yeah, we are still um, ostracized from the arts community, people. Uh, Doing stand-up comedy. Um, We have, uh, obviously, in the States, uh, it's uh, a little bit more venerated than it is over here. Um, It's, uh, you know, with uh, Dave Chappelle um, winning the, uh, uh, being awarded the Mark Twain Award for comedy writing and shit. And um, it's uh, over in the UK. We're still sort of like the snotty little oik to the arts community so we don't get any funding whatsoever so people are out there doing what they can um either that be uh fucking online gigs fucking gigging in car parks fucking down the docks on their knees who knows what people are doing these days we're like fucking gone feral there's comedians all over the place trying to fucking earn money dealing drugs I don't, i'm not sure that's true uh to be honest i don't know uh of any drug dealing comedians that would be uh <laughs> <laughs> that'd be uh that'd be a fucking captive audience wouldn't it? Start dealing smack comedians out there. That's it. You know, get these crackheads like coming up to you and go, "I know you want your fucking drugs and that, but if you can spare just 5 minutes, I just need to run through this fucking material in your fucking bed sit for you." Who knows? Don't forget to wear that mask, crackhead. Um yeah, so um uh yeah we're still a little bit uh uh fucked basically um the pubs are opening uh today uh people the pubs have opened um in uh in the uk this is a very uh it's a very british thing uh either the local pub or the village pub everybody's like at one point in their life uh has had some sort of like local pub uh that they go down to And um, uh, become part of that community. Um, I can see this going horribly wrong. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. The thing is, having drank in pubs uh, for a good number of years before I started doing stand-up. I I know what people are like, man. Uh, It's meant to be... uh, The rules are... um, Sorry, I'm fucking... (laughs) jesus christ i'm snotty as fuck today uh it's uh my eyes have been fucking streaming um uh i'm snotty uh this is not a uh coronavirus thing though um you don't need to uh clean your headphones with fucking hand sanitizer or anything like that this is a uh um hay fever thing i think um which i get it at a certain time of year uh uh usually around about this time of year my fucking throat sore and my fucking eyes have been fucking streaming streaming people Are you sure you're not just crying ben well I, I don't know i don't know maybe it's all coming out of me um let's have a little bit of tea but yes having uh having drank in pubs and um worked in pubs when i was younger uh behind the bar and shit like that um i can see this all going horribly wrong uh what we're meant to do in this country at the minute is uh we're meant to book in uh you get given like a two hour time slot which if anybody has ever been drinking in the u k particularly England um two hours is uh, after two hours you're just getting going and yeah you just get you're just getting the fucking taste for it and then you're you're meant to be whisked out and you're meant to be responsible and go okay I shall leave now and give my space to somebody else so they can enjoy your day um i don't know how these people are going to cope who uh, who spend all day in a fucking pub um drinking their wages away uh, they're going to have to do a little like fucking pub crawl round places i think um but yeah you, you you need to hire a table apparently you need to stay 1 meter apart from people uh you don't need to wear masks or any shit like that um but uh, yeah that's the that's the whole thing i i can see this just going fucking mental you know here in the uk drink responsibly doesn't seem to uh doesn't seem to come across to people at all people don't understand uh we're not like the continent, we're not like European countries, like France and Italy, France sitting outside with their fucking cups of coffee, oh wee, oui, yes, uh, and having talks about fucking Sartre and shit like that, and fucking philosophical chats out on, like, uh, balconies and shit like that, under the sun and the heat, and, you know, in Italy, you know, ah, I shall have some wine and all that sort of shit, uh, that's the worst Italian accent you've ever heard, uh, <laughs> um, we're not like that in the UK, uh, we're fucking beer fucking hounds, we are beer zombies when it comes to drinking, uh, and just, I can see conga lines going round pubs, People getting off with each other, people fucking fighting, shit like that. How the fuck are you meant to have a fight at the pub if you're meant to stay one meter apart? And that is one of the great things about this country, that you can walk in, (laughs) walk into a pub at any time and get into a fight. And I think that needs to be protected in these harsh times. Um, Yeah, so that's all kicking off today, people, isn't it? That's all kicking off today um a bit more tea there i'm getting all excited um yeah so um also um it can't be any worse than these people surely um uh you know like these people surely i read uh this week about uh people having coronavirus parties now this seems to be a particularly american phenomenon um i think um maybe uh I don't know it seems like like we're arsy in this country but there seems to be a definite uh um a definite thing in the states where they uh, like to challenge authority or challenge the norm certain people do anyway maybe it's this fucking whole constitutional fucking you know the what which one is it the whatever amendment it is that says about gun laws and taking down the fucking government or Uh, Is it the Fifth Amendment? I don't know. Am I thinking of the Fifth Element? I don't know. I don't know. That's a film, isn't it? Uh, Anyway. um, uh, Yeah, so uh, which amendment is it? Uh, Gun law. Let's have a look. Let's get this right. So instead of glossing over... uh, uh, Amendments... America. Uh, Is it the Second Amendment? well-regulated militia oh, fucking the second amendment there we go we're only three amendments you know that's a fucking you know we're only three amendments away weren't we hey i'm over like three thousand miles away i can't know everybody's laws everywhere you should know that one ben i should i know i should um but uh yeah whatever the second it's that second amendment man mentality hey man we can fucking take down the uh take down the government, but, uh, yeah, apparently people in the States are having coronavirus parties. Um, bring your coronavirus, uh, instead of a bottle of wine. Um, yeah, so, uh, they're doing that, um, which, uh, you know, with the the sole intention of, um, uh, either getting coronavirus or seeing if it is that transmittable, and then, um, uh, you know, seeing if they could live through it, I think. I, I don't fucking know. It's weird, isn't it? Um it's the equivalent of, you know, like when AIDS was um uh, prevalent in the eighties and there was no cure for it, just going around and fucking people with AIDS. I don't know. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's the equivalent of fucking cancer bit be- knowing that cigarettes, uh uh I know, there's the irony of it. That's my uh that's my uh conscience uh kicking in there it's the equivalent ben of uh knowing that cigarettes give you cancer and smoking anyway all right conscience all right we'll get there. we'll get there but um i don't know people just do stuff don't they maybe people are just like uh you know curious as to see what the effects are um i saw in uh in this week uh fucking hell my eyes are sore um i saw this week um uh, this is being posted around a lot on Facebook that consp- uh, a conspiracy theorist uh, in America died of coronavirus after trying to p- prove it was a hoax. Um, now, obviously, there's a certain amount of irony there, but um, there's also a, a, a certain amount of smugness around these posts. Just like, oh, look at this fucking idiot. Well, you know, the guy did die. Uh, he put it to the test. He put it. I tell you what, you've got to respect that guy. He put his fucking money where his mouth was. That's worth, you know. Clearly, he is uh, he backed the wrong horse, didn't he? But um, uh, he he put his fucking money where his mouth was. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a little read of this. I fucking read it the other day. Let's have a look. See if we can find it. Yeah, uh, a guy, uh, a young conspiracy theorist, has died of coronavirus after trying to catch the disease at a covid party that sounds you know that sounds like the worst sort of party you could go to a covid party i mean i've been to some shit fucking boring parties over the years but a covid party where somebody has got covid 19 it's a it's a little bit like musical chairs i imagine playing twister getting them coughing on you and shit like that (laughs) the unidentified victim um who was in his 30s and from San Antonio in Texas, spoke of their regret to a nurse. This sounds like bullshit, doesn't it? Bit more tea there. Um, Sounds like bullshit, doesn't it? It's always like they're unidentified. They never name the guy, do they? And there's always regret afterwards. And it's always a nurse. Do you think he was in, like, you know... So this nurse has leaked this story. Um from a vague place, San Antonio in in Texas, um, tested positive for COVID-19 and being rushed to hospital where he died later. Dr. Jane Appleby from the Methodist Healthcare said just before the patient died, they looked at their nurse and said, I think I made a mistake. I thought this was a hoax, but it's not. I mean, that's too... That's too convenient, isn't it? It's too convenient with the whole... You know, he looked across... At the nurse and said, I think I've made a mistake. I thought this was a hoax. Okay, and the nurse is there fucking writing this shit down. Yeah, yeah, okay, this is going to be an article in the newspaper. Thank you for that soundbite. That is the last thing you ever said. Uh, Thank you for that soundbite. Weirdly enough, it goes exactly with the rhetoric we're trying to um, uh, put out there about the coronavirus as well. So good on you for that. Um, we're not going to name you in the article. Uh, No, you don't get any credit for that quote. Uh, If anything, the nurse themselves and a doctor will be named from the healthcare centre. They will relate what you said, but you don't get any fucking credit for that quote whatsoever. (laughs) It's a little bit too convenient, isn't it? But apparently there has been like corona corona parties going on, which seems a very... It just seems very odd, doesn't it? It seems putting you in uh, yourself in a position, um, you know. It's like painting yourself yellow and uh, bright fucking yellow and saying, hey, man, I'll dress any way I want. Uh, you're actually in the army, mate, uh, so you need a bit of camouflage. Fuck you, I'm going to be bright yellow with a massive purple fucking uh, uh, afro wig on afterwards and uh, i don't know why i said afro wig it could be curly wig couldn't it i'm gonna dress as a fucking clown that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna dress as a fucking clown in the army and then complaining that you fucking get shot first in it that would be very cool wouldn't it can you imagine that Been in the army and just, uh, you know, waiting there in your fucking foxhole and shit like that. And then the whole army dressed as fucking clowns, even with the shoes on. (laughs) And the flower just come running towards you. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? There's one for the army people out there. If you want to shit up um, the other side, dress as fucking clowns. And attack them. I'd love to see. I would fucking pay money to sit on a hill and watch that fucking battle take place. Regular army soldiers against army soldiers dressed as clowns. It would be fucking amazing. <laughs> You're bound to scare the shit out of some of them, aren't you? Uh, yeah, so anyway, this uh, uh, this guy died. Uh, he's dead. He's gone. He is attending no more parties. Are they doing any more? That's what I want to know. Um... Are they actually doing any more parties uh, or was that just like the one party they were doing? And, um, you know, you've got to uh, you got to be pretty desperate to go to a COVID-19 party, I think, can't you? You know, you've been locked up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> ah, i just been invited to a COVID-19 party. That's either an instant yes or an instant no, isn't it? You know, you have people in your life like that, don't you? When people suggest things or they want to go out or, you know, somebody invites you to their birthday party or invites you for a drink out or something like that. It's either an instant yes or an instant no in it. That's a COVID 19 party. You're like, "Mm, nope. This geezer's fucking mental. Why the fuck would you want to have a fucking COVID 19 party? or you're like oh yeah totally let's give this a fucking whirl uh, end up in hospital and then probably quote something and not get credited for it <laughs> right um that's that it just seems very odd doing that um let's have a look what we got here's uh, here's some I read about the other day as well um i watched a uh, i watched a documentary and it was about it wasn't about this but but it was about the site only fans uh, which seems it just seems like real life fucking getting you know being a fucking puppeteer to get people to do shit for you but people earn a fucking fortune out of this mainly women earn a fortune about over this because it's guys like fucking paying women to dress up in shit by the by the by the sounds of it um this is uh there's a site called only Fans, basically and it's a little bit like uh, i i don't know how to describe it really like you get followers and shit like that it's a bit like a social media thing but you can earn money out of it and basically a lot of it is like women dressing in bikinis uh the only reason i watched it um <laughs> that's not the only reason i watched it uh just to clarify Uh, The only reason I watched it is because one of the people was from Northampton, uh, where Briggs Towers is based, and um, I think I was watching iPlayer or something. Fell asleep, woke up, and that old story, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Fell asleep, did you? Woke up, and it was playing on there. Um, But I think it's b BBC iPlayer documentary, and um, uh, these 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 women earn a fucking fortune dressing in bikinis and basically taking sort of like bikini shots of themselves at the behest of uh sponsors and i think people sponsor them to do stuff or like pay them a certain amount like a month or whatever and they they the the idea is to build up your followers and shit like that and then just milk them baby uh milk the followers for all the money not the uh not not the things poking out of the uh bikinis um so anyway um that's what the the regular thing that people would the documentary i watched was just people doing regular sort of like you know like almost like pastry with a top on sort of like you know like um bikini modeling and shit like that but it's it's like the people sponsoring them have an input in what they're doing they request certain things and pay for it and shit like that it's very sort of It's very weird, and very icky, and, um, it's, it's sort of like fucking sugar daddy type, it's a website basically for sugar daddies, who are looking to fucking sponsor young girls, or whatever, and these young girls, I mean, fair play to them, power to the, power to a bit of girl power there, um, just fucking milking these guys, um, uh but it it, it, i don't know it's such an intrusion isn't it because these people were sort of like taking photos in their fucking house and shit and um it just seems a real i don't know what what is the price uh you're willing to pay to give away your uh anonymity um that would be it really anyway uh there was an article that i read um this week um he's doing a lot of reading just lately ben hey uh yeah i am uh there's uh w- this oh fucking hell where is it here we go this is not being prepared isn't it uh uh where is it here we go here we go woman uh woman quits job this is the title of it oh fuck's sake jesus you get these fucking pop-ups all the time don't you there's your fucking head in A woman quits job to earn six figures a month pretending to be a dog. Now, uh, this woman is on OnlyFans. She's 21-year-old who loves to play fetch and get head scratched. Says she now earns six figures a month by pretending to be a dog. I mean, that's a career that your career advisor at school never uh, even imagined would be possible. (laughs) Can you imagine a little kid going up to you and going, what do you want? to do when you're older uh, i'm gonna act as a dog and i'm gonna fucking earn a fucking fortune Woof. <laughs> most people out there love dogs with their faithful nature willingness to play and all around adorableness but jenna phillips from austin texas everything's texas today what the fuck is going on in texas feels she has a much stronger connection to our four-legged friends since she was little jenna has felt like a dog so much so that she used to pretend she was a puppy while growing up during the two years she worked as a clinical optician jenna set up an only fans account to share her kink with others though for the first 18 months it was home to more vanilla content all oh, right bit of tea there let's finish the tea um Oh, yeah. Yeah, basically, it's people going, oh, yeah, fucking just jerking off, innit? Wanking off, like, to a girl who's acting like a dog. I mean, let's call it what it is. <laughs> That's what it is, innit? I mean, if she wants to fucking, you know, act like a dog, people are fucking paying her... People are basically paying a young 21-year-old girl to act like a dog so they can fucking wank off about her. That's basically it, innit? I mean... And she's, you know, it's a difficult legacy to leave your family, That, isn't it? Uh, you know, what did mummy do? What did you do, gr- uh, grandma? Uh, how did you accumulate all your all your money? I acted like a dog and um, people ejaculated whilst uh, watching me on a fucking screen. <laughs> but it brought all this, baby. It brought all this. And one day you will inherit the family business. (laughs) Uh, She says, uh, looking back on it now, it's always kind of been there. I just didn't know uh, there was a scene. I just thought it was my personality. Uh, When it comes to pet play, the majority of girls do kittens, foxes or rabbits. That's fucking weird, isn't it? And the majority of puppies are men. I thought about it for a long time when I first got into pet play. I feel like a dog. So that's what I decided to be. You go, girl. There's a picture of her there returning a fucking tennis ball. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Uh, once the Rony fans page started to take off, Jenna decided to give up work as an optician and become a full time job uh, to represent the female puppy community. This is it. She's doing her bit, ain't she? <laughs> we need uh, more female representation in the puppy community. Uh, and Jenna is, um... She is a leading light in the f- female puppy community. She began posting more kinky pet play on a page using the moniker, That Puppy Girl. She looks a bit weird. She lo- she's got fucking fangs by the looks of it. Uh, now subscribers pay $16 a month to see her uncensored OnlyFans content where she chases after bulls, walks around on a lead, and takes baths, often while naked. I mean... Yeah, you know, like... Right. Fucking hell. You know, she's eating dog biscuits and shit. I think... I don't know. I mean, it may come to it. I mean, one at one point, you may uh, tune into this podcast and you hear some meowing and that's it. You watch the video and it's just me in a fucking basket playing with some string. Who knows? Who knows where this podcast could lead us one day? Uh, but, um... I don't know. Uh, it's... it's a <laughs> you know, there's certain things I'm willing to do for money, and certain things I'm not willing to do for money, one of them is not fucking take a bath as a dog whilst naked, you know, no one's, firstly, A, no one's gonna want to see that, I mean, the girl's relatively attractive, she's quite an attractive girl, if that girl was a munter, an absolute fucking hound, if she'd been in a fucking fire, no, uh, you know, Nobody's going to be paying like sixteen dollars a month for that, are they? You know what I mean. We we all know what it's about, innit? Like it's not really about the pet play or fucking shit like that. I know everybody's got their little kinks. It's about seeing a young girl fucking naked and you being able to fucking control it. Yeah, now pick up, go and fetch that stick, you dirty little bitch. <laughs> People just type in there. Go on, you fucking little. Ah, uh, Jesus um yeah, good on to her that's what i say she's representing the female community in the uh in the puppy world uh puppy play world so uh you know you go girl you get your puppy on <laughs> jesus uh what are we on we're on 26 minutes we've got about t- we've got time for about one more i think uh Here's a fucking horrendous thing. Uh, This is why... uh, This is one of the reasons why I I never eat meat. Uh, Doctor's gruesome discovery as woman complains of sore throat after sushi. Oh, man. What you been eating, lady? Uh, 25-year-old woman from Tokyo is always Southeast Asia. They're always eating something dodgy out there. I know. I know. But they're always catching something from fucking... I don't know, man. Jesus, then, it, you know, like, I'm, people People catch tapeworms over here, don't they? Don't be so fucking stereotypical, Ben. Exactly. Um, Had experienced pain in the throat for five days before she went to the hospital where doctors made the rare discovery. What has she got? A woman complained of having a sore throat uh, and was found to have a live worm lodged in her tonsils. Oh, man, that is fucking rank. The anonymous, anonymous, no shit. She's anonymous as well. Woman uh, from Tokyo visited St. Luke's International Hospital in the Japanese capital after experiencing throat pain and irritation for five days. Oh, man. And it's not like, it's not like a, uh, it's not like, you know, fucking tapeworm or something like that. It's a fucking worm, a garden worm um, that she had lodged in her tonsils. After a blood test and upon a quick inspection, doctors discovered a black moving worm in a left tonsil. The rare case, which was published in American Journal, the worm body was black, 38 mil long, three and a half, about four centimetres, isn't it? About that long, one mil wide, and was molting mal- the outer cuticle, with the cause being identified as the sushi some woman ate. Fuck that! Not that I eat sushi anyway. Don't eat anything with a face, man. Nothing with a face. The entry also included a picture of the disgusting worm, which was still alive after doctors extracted it with tweezers. Oh, fuck that. I mean, if you got a worm in your throat, I think you'd spend the rest of your life just... That gag reflex would just... Every time you think about it, wouldn't it? I had a worm in my throat. Uh. DNA and the fact that the worm was in... X. Ex- Exuviation. Exuviation. Uh, revealed this worm was a four-stage larvae of i ain't are going to try and pseudo Terra Nova as a, as a rasi. This is a parasite that can infect people who consume raw or uncooked fish, including sushi and sashimi. Fuck that shit. Hey, sushi lovers, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy the next time. The next time uh, you have some sushi enjoy it um what are we on uh we're on 30 minutes people uh we have smashed this episode out uh that is episode uh 122 uh if you want to message me or anything like that uh, or abuse me in any way via uh email it is just uh podcast at benbriggs.co.uk um i will be back on tuesday with uh episode 123 Have a great weekend, motherfuckers. Take care.